Welcome to Nexus Podcast with, with my dad. I'm your host, and I'm Coco. This will change your life. What is up, all my Nexus family? It is your host, Dr. Daniel Kimley, and you are tuned in to another episode of the Nexus Podcast. And on this week's episode of the podcast, after seeing an Instagram post that got me super fired up, I couldn't help but bring this message to you today. Uh, I'm going to talk about trauma. I'm going to talk about healing. I'm obviously going to talk about the nervous system and chiropractic care because there's a link that you are missing if you are trying to process trauma. And I'm going to make it very, very clear as to why chiropractic care is the number one thing that you could do for yourself if you are looking to process trauma or heal generational trauma, terms that you probably heard of before inside of your life. So kick back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Nexus Podcast. All right, so check it out. This is super interesting. Uh, I'm thumbing through Instagram, which I do from time to time, as I would imagine almost anyone in 2022 is doing at some point, uh, unless you're super, super old and crotchety. Different conversation. Maybe you're not that person. Maybe you just have more willpower than me. I don't really know. Anyway, here's what I got to say. I saw this post, and the post said something to the effect of, The only way to truly process trauma is to have a well-regulated nervous system. And this conversation or this thought popped into my head of like, okay, well, what does that even mean to have a well-regulated nervous system? And I will tell you, put simply, a well-regulated nervous system is a nervous system that can easily shift from fight or flight, which is the sympathetic or the stress branch of the nervous system, and back into rest and digest or the healing system or the parasympathetic system of your brain, your nervous system. And so we have these two healing, we, or we have the healing branch, which is the parasympathetic or the rest and digest. And then we have the stress or the fight or flight or the parasympathetic branch. So we have these two branches of our nervous system. Here's the thing, a well-regulated nervous system can switch back and forth between the two without much issue. And so an example of this would be is like, if something stresses you out, say somebody cuts you off in traffic, uh, your body can immediately come back down into a rest and digest state, that parasympathetic state without much issue. Now, here's the thing though, is that we know our brains, our nervous systems were wired in times of stress to fight or run away. That's why it's called fight or flight. Fighting and running away require lots of movement. But here's the problem is that most people, when we encounter these stresses, like someone cutting us off in traffic, we don't get up and fight or run away. We actually sit and we stay in our car and we stay in traffic and the brain gets very confused and actually stays stuck in a stressed out state. And I could go a million different directions with this, but the the reality is, is that if we don't fight or run away, then our brains are going to be stuck in a fight or flight state. And if our brains are stuck in a fight or flight state, the stress hormones and the subcortical stress response, our brain literally saying, you didn't fight or run away when you were supposed to fight or run away. So since you didn't fight or run away, I'm just going to stay on guard. I'm going to keep the stress response on in your system until I feel like it's safe for you to turn it off. And so there's all these programs running in the back of our brain, but here's what's interesting is that we know through functional MRIs, which FMRI is what I'll use from now on, functional MRIs or FMRIs, we can look at the brain of a kid who is born into a household of a lot of stress. And so when we look at these FMRIs of a kiddo who is born into a household of a lot of stress, we find something very interesting is that their brain is primed for a more stressed out state, meaning that the brain is firing stress subconsciously. The brain is in a fight or flight state subconsciously, meaning they don't even know that they're in a fight or flight state, but they're in a fight or flight state. Remember, fight or flight is going to increase anxiety. It's going to increase fear. It's going to increase anxiousness. It's going to increase us or decrease someone's ability to critically think and make rational decisions. Because if you need to fight or run away, you don't need to be rational. You don't need to critically think. You just need to either kill that thing or run away from it. So 
Here's the other interesting thing is on the other end is that kiddos who didn't have a lot of stress when they were kids, their brains look different on an fMRI, meaning they're more wired for a rest and digest state. And so why does this matter? It matters because when we talk about healing, like I hear people all the time, they're like, I'm going to this energy worker, I'm going to this healer, it's kind of working, but not really, and I notice results, but then I snap back, and it's like, why do I keep snapping back into my old patterns? And the reality is is that you're snapping back into your old patterns because your brain is stuck in a fight or flight state. Like the brain literally will have a subconscious, what is called a subcortical stress response, meaning you can't feel it, but the brain is dripping stress hormones into your system just in case you need to fight or run away. And so in this state, you can't process emotions and trauma. Like it's not possible because to process emotions and trauma leaves you vulnerable. And if you're vulnerable, if there's a bear or lion coming to attack you in the woods, the likelihood that you'll die is higher. And so your brain says, we can't deal with that stuff right now. Let's just stay in fight or flight. Let's just stay in the brainstem. The brainstem is the deepest part of the brain. It's responsible for survival. It's responsible for food. It's responsible for water. It's responsible for safety. And so if you're in a safety state, You can't express or let out emotions or process anything. Processing anything comes from a different part of the brain, which is the limbic system and then the frontal cortex. And those two working together interchangeably is what allows us to actually process emotions. Here's what's so interesting though, is that we know through all of the neuroscience that cortisol actually shrinks cells of the hippocampus. The hippocampus is responsible for learning, so learning more about oneself. Cortisol turns off the frontal cortex of the brain. The frontal cortex of the brain is responsible for our emotional intelligence. The frontal cortex of the brain, of the brain is responsible for our rationality. It's responsible for our ability to make good decisions. It's responsible for our ability to critically think. And so if we have a subcortical stress response, no matter how much we try or no matter how much processing or how much reading or how much intuitive breath work or whatever it is that we do, I'm not hating on those things, but I'm saying that it's impossible to process trauma unless you have a well-regulated nervous system. And a well-regulated nervous system is one that is not, I repeat, that is not stuck in a stressed out state, in a subcortical stressed out state. So the question then becomes is, well, what would help regulate my nervous system better? And the most important thing is chiropractic care. Because what did I say in the beginning? I said that fight or flight is the stress branch of the nervous system. If we don't fight or run away every single time that we have a stress, then the brain will stay trapped and locked in a stressed out state because it wants to safety. If we're cavemen and women and a saber tooth tiger comes to attack us in the woods and you don't run away from it or you don't try to fight it, you don't have lots of movement, the brain's going to say, I'm not sure what you're doing. I'm just going to stay in a protected safety state just in case. Because if that thing comes, I want you to be able to fight or run away more quickly. So let's just stay in that stressed out state. The problem is that we don't have a saber tooth tiger coming to attack us. We had parents who put trauma on us. We had car accidents. We had sports injuries. We had blue light from our computer screens. We had birth trauma, which we know that 99% of all people, C-section, not C-section, natural birth, not birth, have some level of tension and stress in their spinal cord from the birthing process itself. So when we have this conversation, it's so interesting because most people trying to process trauma are chasing a downstream symptom. And in order to get results of that downstream symptom, you have to have a well-regulated nervous system, which is why I thought this post on Instagram was so interesting is because we know through all the neuroscience that what we do from a chiropractic perspective, when we put a specific vibration into the joints of the spine, 
that movement of the joints of the spine, think fighting or running away. We put movement, remember fighting and running away requires lots of movement. When we put that movement into the joints of the spine, the brain wakes up, the brain says, ah, we're moving again. There's nothing actually stressed about right now. Let's go back into rest and digest state and we can train the brain. Just like you could learn to play piano, just like you could learn to play, ride a bike, just like you could throw, learn to throw a curveball, just like you could learn to play guitar, your brain can get into a pattern, a wired pattern, a myelinated pathway via the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis that fires a stress response. And on the other hand, your brain can get into a wired pathway that fires a rest and digest response, a parasympathetic response. This is what we do with the people that we take care of inside of our office. We adjust them very specifically. We get joints of the spine moving so it wakes up the brain and the brain says, ah, there's nothing to stress about. Let's go back into rest and digest state. We can train the brain to have a different firing response. This is a well-regulated nervous system. This is why people who come to see us, it's so interesting. I was having a conversation with a mama yesterday, somebody who I love inside of our office, massive trauma, like throughout their entire life, is starting to slowly notice the benefits and they're dealing with it better. Like they're dealing with that trauma better. They're dealing with the, the, all of the fight or flight stuff. They're starting to dress differently. They're th- starting to go back into like realizing that their life's passions were something other than what they focus on for the last 10 years. Like why is this possible? It's because the nervous system well-regulated. When we're out of a fight or flight, when we're out of a safety state, we can start to express ourselves creatively. We can start to do the things that bring us joy. But you can't do those things when you're stuck in a fight or flight state, because you only need to be able to fight or run away. That's all the brain cares about, safety. It wants to keep you alive. And so we start to wake up the brain, this person starts to express life differently. This starts, person starts to express their, uh, or release their trauma differently. This person starts to see that they're a valuable and worthy human being, like worthy of doing things that they care about and things that they love. This is why all the work that this person has done before, processing trauma, doing all the things, hasn't really worked that well. And I see people do all kinds of therapies and chase some magic bullet solution when in reality it starts with a well-regulated nervous system. You have to have a well-regulated nervous system. And I'm not saying that any of the other stuff is bad. I'm not saying that the other modalities don't work. But if you don't address movement of the joints of the spine, then you will literally forever stay trapped, forever stay stuck in that fight or flight state. And this is why I get so passionate about what we do is because what we know is that every person that we take care of, we're taking care of a brand newborn baby, we're bringing a baby into the world whose brain is not going to be wired for fight or flight. How different of a planet does that create if we have a planet of people who are in rest and digest and parasympathetic and creative mode and supporting people and have better emotional intelligence from their first breath of life? Like, this is why we care about chiropractic so much. This is why I talk about it on every single episode of the podcast. Not because I want people to just step foot into my office and get under care. Of course, I want that. But what I really want is I want to change the world. I want my daughter to grow up in a world with people who are like her, who have been adjusted since birth, who have their minds clear so that they can make good decisions, so that they can be rational, so that they can be logical, so that they can connect with people on a deeper level. Like a world of love, a world of hope, a world of positivity, not a world of fear, not a world of darkness, not a world of scarcity, not a world of poverty like most people are brought up into. And the reality is, is that your brain can literally get programmed. I saw another Instagram video, this is a total side note, but I saw another Instagram video where a guy's talking about, he's like, the the movie The Matrix is real. Like your brain is literally getting programmed. Until the time you're seven years old, your brain is literally getting programmed, every single one of us. And so we're wired a certain way from birth, but we can change that. And this is why I'm so passionate about what we do because I can literally watch people's lives transform. We see it every single day inside of our office. And it's not hogwash and it's not voodoo. It's based in science. And yes, there's an energetic piece to it. But when you have both and you get the brain out of a fight or flight state, like anything else is possible. It's someone's connection to God and the gifts that God gave you. 
So my friends, I ask you this. It's like if you're looking to process trauma, if you know someone who's looking to process trauma, when is the time going to be right for you or for them to start a regimen of chiropractic care that will radically transform their lives? Guaranteed. Because I've seen it in my life, I've seen it in my family's lives, I've seen it in my friends' lives, I've seen it in my clients' lives, I've seen it in my coworkers' lives. I see it all the time, every day, in and out. That's all I have for you on this episode of the podcast. If you got some value out of it, if you could do me one of two things, one, leave a rating, two, leave a review. It's how we get this into more hands and more people. I love you. I appreciate you. And I will come at you again next week for sure. Peace. Thank you for listening to The Nexus Podcast with your host, Dr. Daniel Kimbley. If you're interested in receiving more information about optimizing your brain and nervous system, check out our website at www.nexusfamilychiropractic.com.